All right, let's see what we have here. Bartholomew Pillenshire here. To read out the names of some people that some other people are grateful for. As you can tell, this is quite beneath me, but... As I've always said, 20 bucks is 20 bucks. So, here we go. A list of patrons. Chelsea Dab Hilke. Cheryl Nash. David Forsey. Thank you. Heather Baird. And Heather Romancic. Thank you. Jason Campbell. Michael Pollard. And Michelle. Thank you. Michelle Scott. Noreen Elizabeth. Olga Krasik. And Robert Andrews. Thank you all so much. You're keeping our pockets nice and full. And that's what we need. When it comes down to it, a watcher is only as good as the things that he watches over. And those things are bought with cold hard cash, baby. Now, back to the show. Previously on Wonders and Blunders, this light tilt goes back and forth as all of you are carried by this giant mimic. Horrifying. Uh, <laughs> it is making its way towards the rotten pines. Your search uh, led you there. Yes, uh, the Stardance Gate. Yeah. Stardance Gate. Well, you, you remember when, when we came out before we started climbing that rope. Remember that big door they were excavating? Oh, Yuri, could that doorway have been the, the gate you, you were mentioning? Maybe. I will prepare and start sort of concentrating on the magic to send a, a message into someone's mind. Uh, no news of any deaths? <laughs> Don't worry about me. I haven't found what I'm looking for. Flower got grabbed and questioned about you. Are you involved in this? There's no change on your family's side. They're acting like nothing's wrong. Valen hears that, sighs a big breath of relief, and pack up and head out to join the others for a drink. So as the, I guess these glasses are just kind of rattling back and forth every once in a while as this compound makes its way through the trees, um, you, yeah, are just sort of gathered around, I guess, having a, a drink. The in, the, in the distance, you can start to see that these uniform trees have stopped being just bashed out of the way by this huge moving cabin. The sky is starting to darken above you at this point. Um, you've been traveling for probably a couple of hours. Hmm. I feel like Star is just royally kicking my butt at chess and like explaining it to me and teaching it to me and like giving me the gist of it, but just not giving me an inch on the actual board. Like just absolutely wrecking me. I think, yeah. And I actually also think like, I agree with that. I think Star is is, is just being com- kind of relentless with you, yeah. but also like teaching you just, just enough to play. <laughs> but if anyone else is probably good at chess, I'm, th- I'm imagining Valen. Yeah. Like you can tell that he has nothing in his like strategy other than just like attacking as much as possible. <laughs> and like anybody who like has played even a little bit and like would just completely demolish him. And he gets worse the more he drinks. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I think Sky gets less uh she's less veiled with her like she hates the way star plays <laughs> and you can see like she's leaning over and she's like why are you and then you make a move own, and she's like and you even worse and it's just like she's getting more and more frustrated and the more that she drinks and i think eventually she just pushes rowan out of the chair <laughs> yeah, yeah okay and sits down yeah. and is like you're you're absolutely spoiled just taking these new people for a ride 
and then oh. like quickly sets Ooh, things Oh, the up. sister's going to sit down and play with the brother, is it? Is that how it's going to go? Yeah. <laughs> and, and she's like, yeah, that's exactly how it's going to go. I'm oh, going to teach your brother. Okay, well, let's do yeah, this. Yeah, and then, come like, charge at this. I'll show you something. <laughs> and like goes yeah. and starts setting up. Yeah, I think while they start playing, um, I would sort of step up next to Rowan uh, and just start explaining uh, the strategy like as they're playing and like point out the mistakes that they're making. And cool, yeah. yeah. Um, so absolutely fascinated. <laughs> do you want to do you want to roll against her to see who wins? Because she's gonna come oh, yeah. at you pretty hard. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. I don't know what, what should I roll. It's a straight. Um, so you can do uh, intelligence. Uh, history, I, I have a question. Yeah. So can I also roll like a like a like a Insight. like a performance check to try to like because like Star is talking the whole time just to try to keep her off balance. Yeah. Like he's not like like every time she makes a move he's like oh yeah you would make that move I mean it's such an obvious mistake you know like he's just constantly trying to throw her off. I, I like that I think that that's what we'll do is you can kind of choose what you want to roll depending on how you want to play so she's yeah. going to do history. Uh, because right. she has studied old battle plans and knows, and that's kind of what this game is based on, is is right. old uh, like military strategy. So that's what she's going to roll, and you can roll performance to try to uh, like keep her mind off of that and keep her furious at you. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That sounds good. Uh, oh, I got seventeen plus six is twenty-three. Oh, okay. She got nineteen. Uh, so that, but I think with a with a plus six, you would beat what she has for history um so yeah okay. you can see that she is like flawlessly moving this like big defensive like this famous probably like the forebearer phalanx <laughs> against you um up through the center of the oh, right right of the map. Be describing that to rowan yeah uh but you are just like getting her so off her guard that she starts attacking with a defensive strategy and you oh. just like run around the edges of it and uh mm -hmm. win the game Yep, and at that, like, I tip over, like, I tip over her king and, like, finish my drink and pound it upside down, and I just go, ah, and just, like, pick up dust and just start, like, jumping around. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, dust is like, yeah, yeah, you shot her, and then you can see Sky like, grab the edge of the table to flip the board in a classic move, and light just dives across and spears her off the table. She's like, the yeah. drink's the silverware! <laughs> dives across and, like, tackles her to the ground, and, and they go rolling yeah. off. And as, like, as soon as that happens, like, <laughs> like Star runs around and tackles, jumps into it, too, and just be like, stay off my sister! Yeah. And, like, pulls, and my cousin off my sister. Just, like, yeah. fur and stuff coming out everywhere, and they just roll away. It's, I, I think as soon as they get knocked, uh, uh, she gets knocked off the chair, Ben just sits down and is like, so who, I, I want to play. <laughs> yeah, I think they're just I think rolling around behind them. Vaynon would sit down across from from Benjamin. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So yeah, the tumbleweed rolls past in the background. You see Dust chasing with an axe, just like <laughs> as they go by. Yeah, uh, Bido like steps out of the caravan and gets absorbed into it, <laughs> just like oh no, <laughs> not again. And then the two of you sit down to play. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll lean on the like the the top of part of the wall and just watch as well. Yeah, I imagine uh, Garlic is chasing the rolling pile oh, of for sure cat people yeah. going fuck. Nuts! <laughs> Going nuts! <laughs> I know Diglin is asleep, but I Bree would Bree would definitely be very interested in this large mimic house, mm -hmm. this l massive creature that we're riding on top of. Yeah, this is not the first like colossal monster Bree has rode, um, and would be really interested in trying to find out like what its mouth, where its mouth, is. just studying the whole concept of the creature and okay. knowing that it's alive. 
so yeah, you kind of go up onto the wall, I guess, and, and are looking over the front. <laughs> uh, and as it's as you see, so it, you can see that it has these six pseudopods that are moving, and four of them are walking, and two of them are just kind of pushing trees out of the way as you go. What are pseudopods? Big tentacles. Oh. Okay, that's yeah. what I thought. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> tentacles, but they don't go into, like, like an octopus. Like, they don't point at the end. It's right. almost like elephant's feet, feet. at the yeah. edge, okay. these big. They can be used for walking and pushing. Uh, and you eventually see grabbing as, like, it pushes a tree down, and you see an elk, like, starting to run away, and it just reaches out and grabs it in one motion and eats it and then, like, continues. Where is its oh mouth? God. Its mouth is under the front of the house. So the, the cabin is facing forward as you move forward, and when you when that gate would open, so there's a crossbow on either side of the gate and stairs leading up to it. Mm-hmm. If you stand by one of the crossbows and look down, you can see that there is a big, like, lolling tongue hanging out the front, just, like, almost working as a pseudopod as well, like, stripping trees as they fall. Cool. Um, just kind of like, low-key terrifying, really. Yeah, I, th- I think maybe Bria has, like, gone back to the to the meat stockpile as well and is just, like, leaning over and <laughs> dropping down a piece in front of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, trying to see what happens. So as you drop pieces of meat, it, like, flicks its tongue and catches them mm. as, as you're dropping them and sort of slurps them in. He's very interesting creature. I would love to ask Diglin more about this. And, and, and yeah, I think it's just kind of trying to befriend the mimic house. Yeah, well, you can see, like, you're, like, dropping meat down, and then it, it is, like, slurping it up with the tongue, and then when you stop, the tongue comes up, and the front of the tongue opens into an eye, and oh the eye God. is just looking at you. Ah! <laughs> I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> and then, like, under that, another little mouth opens up, and then another tongue comes out and is hanging like a dog, just like... <laughs> Oh, hello, little big thing. Yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, I would try to like rip off a tiny, even tinier piece of meat and feed, feed it by hand. Yeah. Can I make an animal handling check? Yes. <laughs> yeah. This is definitely not a beast, but it is some sort of creature. Yeah, you can make an animal handling I'm proficient handling. in animal handling. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Seven. Seven? Yeah. Mm. That, I mean, it, it. the little mouth, like snaps away the the piece and then you realize while you've been feeding it this small piece another tentacle has broken off the tongue and has grabbed the larger piece and then the whole tongue just slurps back into the mouth oh with the God. big piece of meat that you had <laughs> this is maybe not the thing to be playing with so much uh, i will i will ask dick one more so, and yeah it goes back and joins the group after that, I think, like, maybe when you come down off the side of the wall, the door opens and Diglin comes out, and you can see her making her way towards the, the front where you are. Diglin, how did you find this uh, creature? Uh, there was a hag living in it. Oh. And uh, I killed the hag, and it had been, you know, defending her. And But as soon as I killed her, whatever control she was exerting over it seemed to give way. Oh, you freed it. Yeah, sort of. Hmm. Wasn't actually as malicious as it looks. As long as you keep it fed, it's actually pretty pretty nice. Ah, this is how you keep it tame. It's through food. Yeah, yeah, you just keep feeding it over and over again. It's a good way. It's a good way to uh, heart of large monster. Yeah, yeah, most things actually, even small things, feed them, you know, quickest way to the heart. Yeah, very true, very it's not common thing, no. No, I mean, it was the only one I've ever seen. That would tell you, it's quite a surprise when it scooped me up after I, uh, she lured me towards it, knowing that I wouldn't really know what it was. I stuck to the front lawn, 
did a lot of the fight upside down, actually. It was pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> slurped me up pretty good, chewed me up a bit, but I managed to get out. And then, uh, yeah, cut her head off, fed her to the house. The house was mine. Ah, uh, he's good to trade. <laughs> Classic real estate. <laughs> <laughs> there is a business out in the world's pine mountains. Pretty uh, cutthroat. Literally. <laughs> It is making its way along, and now you see uh, it makes it into this larger clearing, uh, and Diglin is watching this, I guess, dying down fight between all the tabaxi and uh, looking at, like, everybody sort of drinking around the chess set, and as it starts to get dark, she says, Okay, everyone, we're heading into the Rotten Pines. Uh, as I said, there is a curse on this place. We'll probably settle down once we get a little ways in, but if you do any exploring and she throws a bunch of ropes on the ground she says stay tied to the walls do not lose sight of the cabin without one of these tied around your waist because if you want to come back to it and you can't see it you're not going to find your way back you'll be lost in there for good so explore as much as you like as long as you got these tied onto you Hmm. how long are those ropes? Uh, she lays down like six or seven 50 foot ropes. Well, do you have any tips on, you know, if, if the uh, unthinkable happens and these ropes disconnect? Uh, any tips on finding your way? Again, if I told you, you're going to have to figure it out by yourself. It's kind of weird, because as soon as I tell you the way to get back, you're going to want to do that, and it's not going to work. It's, right. a, it's a weird place. This is the best thing I can do for you for now. Once you're in there, hey, you know, get creative. <laughs> oh, well, I... We'll, we'll all stay together and we'll, we'll do the buddy system and, uh, yeah, all right. And she then kind of comes up to you, Valen, and takes you aside a little bit. Like, she's not looking at you, obviously, because she's bandaged mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she is standing by you with her arm, with her hand on your arm, and she, there's still, like, this firm yeah. grip. Is everything all right, Diglin? Yes. I think I have just figured out, after sleeping on it, that it is all right. And I think I want to say thank you. Oh, um, you're you're very welcome. Uh, Any time. Is this is uh, about the the potion? It is about the potion. But I, I'm unfortunately I'm I'm all out of of magical potions. But whenever <laughs> I have items on hand, I'm happy to to share them. Yeah, I just mean. I lost my head a little bit back there. I want this very badly to be over. But I want it to be over the right way. I was willing to do whatever it took back there to take out Lilia and the way things were going. It was not going to go my way. No, it it certainly seemed that odds were not in our favour. I'm going to admit, when I came back, I was going to kick your teeth in. I was pretty upset that you took away my opportunity, but oh. I realize now maybe opportunity at the time and maybe we'll get another shot at it. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> I, um, I'm glad it didn't come to that. Mm. And yes, uh, there will be another opportunity. I, I'm, I'm sure of it and mm. we'll be there to help you. Very good. Next time you toss me something, I'm glad you did it the way you did this time, but next time, maybe a quick summary of what it does. I thought saying it would help you escape was clear enough that it was to be used. Right. Let me put myself in your situation. 
I'm throwing you a potion. I say, turns you to mist. Right, I suppose that might have been clearer. <laughs> yes, uh, I, I can see what you'll see. Just for next time. Also, again, thank you. And then she yeah, starts to starts to head off. It's your turn, Valen. Oh, uh, yes, sorry. Thank you, Ben. Uh, <laughs> returns to the seat and sits back down. Yeah. So the the cabin makes it to the edge of the Rotten Pines. And as it's starting to go in, um, and you're sitting down to continue your game of Dragon Chess, uh, Rowan, over the wall, you hear in the distance someone just going, Wait! Wait! Oh, uh, hold on now. Wait now. Everybody, hold, wait. And I'll uh, lean over and, and have a look around. Um... Uh, and you see, running towards you, a woman in her 40s with like this long white hair with black streaks running through it. Uh, I'll call out, uh, somebody give me some of that rope. But at the same time, I'm going to do an insight check on this. Yep, do an insight. 18. She is running hard. She is running away from something, and she is dead set on getting to you. Okay. And behind her, as you're watching her, you see another, like, pale, wiry man, about 40, and he's got this sort of feral look in his eyes. Oh, that's not creepy. And he is running basically on all fours after her, Mm. Uh, and the two of them are running quickly towards towards the walls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I've got my, my hand out uh, for rope. I'm like, somebody, somebody give me rope. There's somebody down there. They need our help. Yeah, I'll hand them a rope. Yeah, and I'll... Uh, yeah, Ben runs over. Yeah, okay. Um, I'll tie... Oh, oh, I'm too heavy for this. Uh, uh, Valen, what if I tied you on? Sure. You could tie me on. Yeah, oh, okay, Benjamin. And I'll uh, I'll just start tying uh, the rope around uh, his waist. Is that a survival, or how do you do the rope? Rope? Sleight of hand. Uh, sleight of hand. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Damn it. Can I assist? Yep. You can do it with advantage. Sweet. Is this thing chasing her Gary? <laughs> it's not Gary, no. It's oh, that's not true. I, thought, I thought she might be a Gary. Mm. She might still be. Yeah. If she has suggestions on mm-hmm. holes to hide in. Uh, 13? 13? Yeah. For a sleight of hand, yeah. yeah. To tie Ben to the rope. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. You, you, you tie it up pretty quickly. Yeah. So, uh, Benjamin, I'm going to load you down, and you uh, you hang on. And if I see anything funny, I'm going to pull you up real fast. And I'm, I'm pulling her up? Yeah, if, if you can. Okay. Yeah, okay, and I'll, like, pick you up and put you on the, the wall, and be like, mm-hmm. oh, and I've, like, got my brace feet. And I can see the guy running? Yeah. And How far away is he? Uh, she is about 50 feet away, and he is about 25 feet behind her in closing. Yeah, okay. and I'm going to call out to Bree, too. Uh, Bree, I'm going to need your help to pull him up. And uh, as you... Set yourself up to go down the wall however you want. I'll start lowering you down. And I can probably hear this from inside the caravan, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, uh, you see Diglin, too, is sort of looking up over the walls, mm-hmm. and she's kind of holding on. She says, slow, slow. And it does start to slow down a little bit before it goes into the trees. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I lower you down. I've got my eyes, like, on the two of them. And if um, if that other guy gets too close, I'm hauling Ben up. And if she... Gets, uh, looks like she's going to be doing something sketchy to Ben. I'm going to haul him up. She's running straight towards him. Yeah, uh, and like is frantic, and he. So yeah, Ben is. I guess he's wa- like he at once he drops past the the wall, he'd have to like kind of uh, rappel down the pseudopods, right? Yeah. So the pseudopods are coming out, and you can actually see that the ground there is some actual ground like adhered to the bottom. Okay. Uh, so they're, they're, it's like dirt behind you that's sort of swinging around and dirt is dropping off and some larger rocks. 
uh, and the pseudopods are moving around you as you come down. You can see as you come down uh, from one of the pseudopods, it opens up and there's like an eye and it's watching you come Yuck. down. It's kind of keeping track of where you are. Okay. <laughs> it's very cool. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Ben hits the ground. Uh, you're going all the way to the ground? Yeah. Like yep. he, yeah, yeah, right? Okay, yeah, so you, you hit the ground. Yeah. Okay. And the, the house, uh, as Diglin sees you going over the edge, she's, she just says like, stop. Uh, hi, uh, sir, please stop chasing her. She's like running towards you and she's like, please, please help. And behind her, you can see that this guy, like there's no recognition. His eyes dart to you, but they're like uh, cast orange. I'm going like... to go eyes of the grave. Sorry. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, eyes of the grave goes off. It's not undead. It's not undead. No. Okay. So Ben's eyes like glow bright white. And you look into his eyes and they're like orange with this like black slit through the middle. Uh, mm-hmm. You see he has fangs in his mouth uh, and his fingers and uh, feet as he's hitting the ground. You can see there's like long claws coming out of them, gripping in and like throwing snow up behind and it. How far away is this guy? Uh, so now they've closed in. She's about 20 feet away and he's five feet behind her. Ooh, uh, okay. I think I'm going to cast Ray of Frost. On him? On him. Okay. What does he do? Uh, so I roll an attack. Oh. Um, so a not bad. A 10 <laughs> is going to miss as a the, the orb sort of like, yeah, ices over again and this like straight beam of like blue-white energy with sort of mist coming off of it strikes out to hit him, but it just, yeah, hits the, the ground next Yeah, time. he kind of almost like moves to the side. You can see he's freakishly agile. He's, while he's making his way towards, he actually like jumps up onto a tree and you see all those claws dig into the bark as he throws himself off in a pounce. <laughs> At her. Star, not used to the Star, Star is gonna like be like, someone, someone hand me a dagger. Sky hands you a dagger. Can I aim and make a make an attack? Yeah. Uh, with advantage. This guy could be friendly. <laughs> <laughs> give him, give him a chance. We've only seen this one side of him. Yeah. So quick to judge. Probably a hit. Twenty four. Twenty four is a hit. Yeah. Thirty eight. This, guy, this guy's an armor <laughs> artificer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Nineteen damage. 19, okay. Yeah, so it this, like, viciously spins down his back and, like, cuts through these ragged furs he's wearing, and it, he kind of, like, quickly looks up and sees all of you up there and pounces at, like, he's already in the air to pounce on her, and he lands on her back. They're, like, six uh, or seven feet away from you. Ben, uh, he darts forward and spins uh, around the lady and touches the guy, and his eyes glow white and I'm going to cast remove curse on him. Okay. What is he what is that? Read that. <laughs> please. <laughs> At your touch all curses affecting one creature or object end. Remove curse. I had plans. If the object is a cursed magic item its curse remains but the spell breaks its owner's attunement to the object so it can be removed or discarded. Reading. So what does it, what does it look like when you cast this? Yeah, Ben's eyes glow white, like the way he casts magic. And if there is a curse on him, um, the the Ben's time magic sends the person's form back to before they were cursed. So they. Neat. So when you do that, the fangs recede back in, into normal teeth, and the claws go away. And you see this, like, make an insight check. Critical fail. Critical You're fail. Yeah. Well, it's it's uh, I think eight. 
you you see a, a frightened look okay. uh, come over, and he sort of stumbles back and like looks at his hands as the claws go back yeah. into his hands. Ben and just screams like, "Don't shoot him!" And he scrambles backwards like on all fours, and you see her like looking back at him and looking at you. Yeah. And then he runs into the forest. Wait, wait, we can help you. What happened? And Ben looks at the lady. He's like, "Who? What's going on? Who's he? Who are you?" She says, "What? What are you?" I'm and a powerful magic user. <laughs> well, yeah, oh, you good. Are. Let's uh, let's get out of here. That trick might be useful. Uh, I I don't even know what to. Can can we go up? Uh, <laughs> yeah, ben tugs twice on the rope. Yeah, uh, go, grab on. And, and yeah, she kind of holds on to you. She's like an adult woman. She's an adult. <laughs> ben is also now though. He's like he looks. Like fourteen or fifteen, like he's he's, lanky teen. he's like a lanky teen. Like his Adam's apple is starting to come through. His little white, dopey mustache. Yeah. Uh, so you you get a pretty good look at her here and now. She yeah, long white hair with black streaks through it. Yellowish eyes. It's uh, like an eye color you haven't really seen before. Sure, I have in a mirror. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> Ben's thaumaturgy tried them all. <laughs> um, she's really really muscular and. The way that she was moving before, you're surprised how heavy she is when she's holding on to you because okay. she, she moved Also, I think Ben quickly. blushes when she holds on to him. Yeah, so <laughs> she's, like, holding around your shoulders and your faces are, like, right next to each other as you're, like, kind of slowly getting <laughs> yeah. the two of you. Um, ben is avoiding eye contact. <laughs> she's like, thank you. That was amazing. Uh, no problem. Um, what, what, what? what uh, I'm, I'm Benjamin Craven. Who are you? I'm Shair. Well, um, I'm, I, I wish we could have met under better circumstances. <laughs> Swallow. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, honestly, these are perfect circumstances for me. And uh, you get brought up over the top of the wall and she kind of like lets go, but gives you like a squeeze on the shoulder and looks around at everyone and says, uh, well, I'm... Uh, everyone, this is Shair. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Thank you. Hey, hi. Well, welcome aboard. Have you been trapped here by the Pines curse? Uh, no, I'm not. Uh, I I'm, was going to run in to avoid him, but you were all here, so I didn't have to. You're still, like, right on the edge of the forest now, oh, so she had been running in. around the outside. She's. I was running for the trees. I heard about the curse. I thought maybe I could lose him in there. I've got um, my my insight. Can I, um, as she's telling us this, can I do a check to see how much of it's truthful? Yep. I have a thing, so if I roll below eight, I can just count it as an eight. So that's a 19. 19? Yeah. So she's, yeah, she was running towards the forest to get away from this guy. Okay. She says, I was going to take my chance on this terrible thing that you're riding, but it seems like you're all, are we all good? Is this, is this okay? Thank you for are helping me, but we should maybe go. There's more. What are those things? Yeah. I don't know. How, how many more? I'm, I'm not really sure. There are at least four. And Benjamin, where what? do you live? Do you live nearby? Is there a village next to this horrible haunted forest? Yes. Excuse uh, me if I'm a little bit, uh, you know... Uh, Star is clearly tipsy. Um, <laughs> like, excuse me if I'm a little bit curious about why this <laughs> random lady is running through the woods with a weird thing following her. But <laughs> it wasn't my choice. Uh, I, I was from somewhere not far from here, but I, I'm, I don't think it's a good idea to go back there. It, um, 
I don't know that there would be anybody left after they showed up. What are they? What, what, what is it that you're dealing with? I don't know. And, and Benjamin, what did you do to it? I don't know, really. I, I, I didn't want it. I could tell he, it was, he was like a wild animal, and so I, yeah. I just wanted him to um, be better, I guess. And I, I don't know, I, my magic just worked. Um, hmm. I, th- I, think it, I think it had to do with time. Like I, Sindor, right? Ben shrugs. <laughs> <laughs> and Diglin, who's up sort of on the wall, is like, I don't want to stay here any longer. Lady, welcome aboard, uh, but we're going in, so it's up to you. You're either with us or we're letting you out here. I've gotten good reads off her so far. I'll give her a smile and be like, well, it's a, it's a, it's a weird house, but it's a happy house. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Rowan, I think you can tell... She has an idea what those things are. She wasn't being totally honest mm-hmm. when she said she didn't know what they were. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll kill her with kindness. And mm-hmm. yeah, and she also, she's looking at you studying her. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, she's kind of pointedly not making And I'll let her know that, you. like, I'm not going to hide that I'm doing it. Like, I'll, yeah. I'll, like, make sure she knows that I've got my eye on her kind of thing. Yeah. So she says, well... Um, if it's all the same to you, I think my chances are better up here with all of you. Yeah, sure, why not? What's one more weird thing in the woods? And, like, Star, like, wanders away and, like, picks up his sword off the ground. And just, like, as he's walking, starts to, like, make a few fencing-type moves. (laughs) (laughs) There's, like, a passed-out dust on the ground, sort of, as you're making your way over. And he still has the axe in his hand. And, uh, as he... I just gather him up under one arm, like... You know, like both, I imagine both his hands and legs facing down to the ground and just yeah. kind of like, come on, come on, come, come on, brother. We'll go put you to bed. And he's like, on guard. On guard. Kind of like taps you with the, the blunt side of the axe. And Shire, who's sort of looking over the edge at, at this thing, but uh, Rowan, you can tell she's putting on a show. Like she's looking around at this area and she keeps looking back at you to see if you're still looking at her she says uh she says i i guess i'll take my chances in the pines with you yeah well we are let's uh um, let's see what's on the road i'm gonna be looking at rowan are you showing any suspicion of her not suspicion i, I think uh if you're reading rowan um you can just see that he's like He's still in the process of gauging and, and kind of like watching. And you can see that he's uh, making a point of meeting her gaze when she looks at him. Like you can see that it's, it's very much like a not hostile or, or not uh, not suspicious per se, but more of like a we'll give you the benefit of the doubt. But uh, if, you know, if you do something counter to that, then, then we'll do something about it. All right. What time is it? It, it would probably be like 8 p.m. The sun is setting. Okay. It's not it's not dark, um, but the sun is going down. She says, if, if you wouldn't mind, that took quite a bit out of me. Is there uh, somewhere maybe I could uh, rest? And I'll give her a smile and gesture towards the cabin. <laughs> and she, yeah, goes over and uh, opens the door and says, thank you all again. You're very kind. And then mm-hmm. as she goes inside, she shoots you one last look, Rowan. And then you see her flush. She's kind of like frustrated, almost embarrassed, and mm. then goes inside. I'm going to do a history check on what I know of werewolves. <laughs> And we'll pause there.
Hello, it's Mike Friday, your Dungeon Mom. Real short episode this week, but uh, you know what they say? When there's a blow line, there's a blow line. You know what I mean? If you know what I mean, hit us up at Wonder and Blunder on social media, because I don't know what I mean. And I hope I don't mean what I think I might mean. Anyway, not much for announcements this week. We are currently figuring out how to safely play from a distance. Uh, all sorts of little tech requirements that are needed with that. And so extra huge shout out to our patrons this week. There is definitely some gear we're going to need to buy and your patronage is definitely going to help us do that. So again, thank you so much. If you got a couple of spare dimes, head over to patreon.com slash wonder and blunder and send those our way. But if you don't, we still totally understand. And thank you so much for continuing to listen. That's all. Stay cozy and also keep being the best. We love you very much and we'll see you next week. Uh, Goodbye.